often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 419. I am your host, Josh Albrecht. Sitting again inside the Slapbox bunker, holding down the fort. As we are still in the dumpster fire that is 2020. I mean, it is shitty. I don't think anybody will disagree with that fact. No matter what side of the political aisle you may stand on, or, uh... What have you. Horrible fucking year. Horrible fucking year. As I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've probably already heard the actor Chadwick Boseman passed away that uh, became most widely known for uh, playing Black Panther in the uh, Marvel superhero movie. And uh, it's just shitty. It's surprising. I mean, you see these actors and uh, like, like himself that uh, he was only 43 when he passed away and... You know, he had to get in superhero shape for Black Panther. The The workouts for that are just insane. And to think that you can get your body so finely tuned, he was, uh, your body, ugh, body so finely tuned, and then, you know, still on the inside, it's just, shit's just going wrong, massively wrong, because he was diagnosed with uh, stage 3 colon cancer in uh, 2016. So that means during a lot of this, like, bigger films, uh, like Black Panther, that really put him on the map. He did do stuff before that, like 42, where he played Jackie Robinson, and uh, Get On Up, where he played James Brown. But what really set him over the top was, of course, Black Panther. And that happened in 2018 with the Black Panther. And so he was... He didn't tell anybody uh, publicly as for... Uh, about the cancer and uh he was just getting chemotherapy all kinds of stuff uh you know going through the ringer while still putting out a lot of uh work there is uh <clears throat> it's pretty impressive i uh to fight that and still you know put out good quality shit that i can't imagine if i came down with colon cancer i would not do much i'm going to be extremely unproductive i'm going to probably be on a toilet the rest of my my days and just hating life and bitching although maybe not maybe not bit bitching so much i i don't really know i haven't uh <laughs> i mean i have had uh some i guess sort of scares in the last year or so with having digestive issues and getting uh, hands shoved up my ass at the doctor's office, you know, the uh, getting my colon, uh, my I mean, my prostate exams, those are, uh, <laughs> those are fun, you know, getting the old uh, hand shoved up there as they do the magic trick. Um, I'm sure Chadwick Boseman had to go through a lot of that. Seeing it was colon cancer, he probably had to get, you know, colonoscopy and all kinds of just not fun stuff. But thankfully I I uh, I would imagine I I don't have colon cancer, though I've had some of the sim- same symptoms. Um so I had the C T scan uh at the end of last year, I guess it was. Maybe around November, I don't remember what 
what the date was. It was probably before then. But uh, I think it would have shown up on the CT scan from what I understand. At least, it, I mean, maybe it was too early on, but I feel pretty confident I don't have it. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe I just have IBS or something. That's what I'm going. That's the story I'm going to tell myself. And uh, <clears throat> that's, but yeah, that's that's crazy, crazy news. Just like boom, and that's but that's been fucking 2020, man. The total dumpster fire. It's, uh, I've known personally uh, several people that have passed away this year. As if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, we had uh, Fiener that used to call in a lot, uh, and he came in, and we uh, did the show personally. He uh, passed away, shit, now, that a month ago? I mean, it seems like forever ago. I mean, time is really screwy now, but he, uh, that was just out of the blue, and he got hit by a car. I mean, fuck, man, 2020 is a total dumpster fire, you know... (laughs) It's at the end of August now, but man, I really just want this year gone. It's like, uh, let's just skip over the whole cold flu season thing and like, uh, get to the end of the line. This is, uh, I'm not one you usually cheat at, uh, I wouldn't cheat running a marathon, <laughs> but like, I feel like this one, like, Ooh, I'd really like to be that asshole that, uh, just gets a cab and, uh, Drops, uh, stops at about a little before the half, takes a cab to the end. <laughs> then douses himself in water. Although if I ran like a half, you know, pretty solid half, I'd be pretty sweaty. I wouldn't need to fake that so much. But, uh, on, uh, I don't know, if, uh, lighter news or whatever, but, uh, better news, I guess you could say. Uh, Elon Musk... Uh, is uh, working on the uh, Neuralink that's like uh, involved one of the, the companies he owns, and he wants to turn us all into the Borg. From what it, it you know, uh, reading about it, I don't. It's a surgical implant that uh, connects to your brain, the Neuralink that uh, will uh, basically have like a Bluetooth connection to uh, computers. And, uh, the idea is, uh, you know, it's got all kinds of implications. One of the things, uh, Elon Musk, he's a bit crazy, that one. I, uh, (laughs) I don't really know how I feel about the guy. Like, he's, I feel like he is a smart guy and he's got, like, uh, companies that really, uh, have a lot of promise, I think. I like, uh, what he's trying to do with, uh the tra- uh, transportation the uh, tunnels I forgot the uh, name of that but uh, that's just the... I mean the SpaceX he's got some good stuff here uh, the tunnel system he's working on though uh, there's the uh, the idea of it sounds pretty awesome and it would cut travel between like massive cities down a lot um Damn it. The uh, pop-ups are not cool. What the fuck? It seemed like there for a while websites didn't have pop-ups and now they're just like back with a vengeance. Everything wants the uh, notifications here. Anyway. um, 
I forgot the name. It's the the loop, but they're talking about you know just cutting travel time between cities to like next to uh, nothing. But uh, yeah, I don't see the name of that anyway. Uh, so the Neuralink, he uh, successfully, or not he, but the people that work for him successfully implanted a uh, a pig with the Neuralink. They were actually able to uh, communicate with computer as, uh, I guess it's a fairly big step in this thing. But the idea is, uh, the way he's pushing it is that he talks about the singularity a lot, which the singularity is, of course, when machines become sentient and... uh, end up annihilating humans because let's face it we're kind of a problem we're fucking up the world it just makes more sense for us I think logically speaking that computers would destroy us all which I feel like that's almost a better way to go (laughs) I don't know the ways we could go because then like life sort of continues on and it's like our work supersedes us and uh, I say our work when I I haven't really done much as far as computer programming goes or anything to help with that. So, but the human race in general, you know. Uh, but the idea is he wants to uh, prevent the singularity. This is one of the big things he's selling it as by having basically cyborgs. Is uh, you have uh, people connecting to computers and. Uh, us still being able to control it. And I would imagine this could lead to a Borg-type situation, whereas if you're familiar with Star Trek, where the Borg are a bunch of cyborgs, and their brains are all connected together, so they're just basically one mind. Which I don't know that I really like that. I do like my individuality. You know, as, you know, I am an American. That's kind of what... (laughs) We like our individuality. And, uh... But there's, I don't know if this, uh, but reading about it, I don't know. He, Elon Musk has some very out there goals for it. I don't know that he'll be able to meet those goals. It seems very, uh, a very daunting challenge, but, uh, and it seems like he likes to sell things, oversell things. I, comes to my mind is uh, him uh, at the event for the Cybertruck where he's uh, talking about how you can't break the windows and hits the window with the sledgehammer and it, it breaks. <laughs> Which is pretty great. That is one of the best like clips I've seen of Elon Musk is breaking the fucking window on the Cybertruck. That is just fantastic. And by the way, Cybertruck looks fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, that is th- that thing is one awful eyesore. And uh, I would be interesting to like ride in one, but I would. It's like the PT cruisers, man. Those things, I uh, I never wanted those because they just look like shit. And I like the old uh, cars that it's kind of modeled after, like the old 1920s cars that gangsters would drive around. I mean, that's kind of what they were going with, like the PT cruiser. But the PT cruisers itself looks shitty. Anyway, <laughs> so the Neuralink. Uh, this is just an episode of me digressing the whole time. 
So Neuralink. So it, the main his main selling point, I guess, is what he's talking about. He wants to prevent singularity from happening, which I guess I guess I'm okay with that. <laughs> Though then again, perhaps it would be good if the machines took us out. I mean, it seems like it to me that uh, singularity is almost an inevitability unless we are really smart in the way we program artificial intelligence because uh, if you look into how AIs do when they program uh, these things and like say it's just like a video game they have like an AI go through a video game and uh, or start a character like in, in some kind of video world where they the the machine is told just to get from like point A to point B and they want it to like walk they'll have uh, things where they there'll be a character they want it to walk like a human and it's sort of like teaching it to walk like a human but it's got to get to point A to point B like the fastest way but in the end it won't <laughs> won't do things like how exactly we would think to do it and uh like I've seen a lot of videos on this sort of thing where like there was I I tried to look for it but I don't know exactly what it was but they uh, <clears throat> tried to have like where we create legs and walk basically in this uh, program and then but then it created like these massive like legs and then just kind of fell over <laughs> to like the end it didn't like walk per se but it did get you know there the fastest way possible like it's like those old uh in school I know I did this in junior high and I think most people do this uh as like a English thing where you write directions to uh make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and uh you write your directions and then you go to class and someone else has to follow your directions to the T to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And it's a very interesting uh, little assignment. I, I did, uh, I mean, I remember it, doing it. And I failed. I failed miserably uh, <laughs> when I wrote my directions. Because I didn't, uh, I didn't think it through quite that well. <laughs> I fucked up from the get-go because I, I remember... I did not specify to open the jar. And, you know, I mean, you can get really specific with directions. Not only can you say to open the jar, but if you just say open the jar, it's like, okay, well, what do I use to open the jar? <laughs> do I use a knife? Do I <laughs> do I open it with my mouth? Do I, I you know, obviously you're going to, most people would say use your hand. And then twist it left, twist it uh, counterclockwise. And uh, see, these are the things if, I mean, you could say just open the jar, but then if they don't know how to open the jar, like put your fingers on top of the lid, twist the lid counterclockwise, or, you know, to the left, lefty Lucy. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you can get really specific, and 
if you want computers to do things the way you want them to do it, you have to be obscenely specific. But with the, I think with the singularity, you would have to, their programming would have to be very specific to, uh, you know, basically not kill us. Um, (laughs) But if there, there's programming in there to where like their main objective is to preserve the earth, let's say then one of the biggest threats to the planet would be humans. We fuck it up, whatever. And for a computer, it's not like there's any emotion involved. And uh, to me, I would think it would just be like a just doing a simple math program, which is basically all the computers really do. It's all just fucking math. Ones and zeros. And uh, I think you just easily, for them, it would uh, just boom be able to uh, get rid of it I mean I'm not too afraid of the singularity but I think it's a good good possibility <laughs> good possibility we could see that at some point where they do uh, take us out but, uh, I think we're far off from that <laughs> if it were to happen like at least five years you know <laughs> give or take or five months you know uh, pl- ample time ample time that's a long time in 2020 the dumpster fire that is 2020 but the Neuralink, I mean, it is interesting, the things that he wants to do with it. I, I, uh, I mean, I don't know how I'd feel about put actually putting a computer chip in my head. I mean, this is a intrusive procedure to say the least. I mean, they, they drill a hole in your head, and then insert a fucking computer chip, attach it to your fucking brain. Which seems like there could be a lot of problems there. I mean, you get infected in there, and just basically a. <laughs> Good chance you could die as being one of the early people to get involved with that. A lot, a lot of stuff can go wrong there. And uh, then there's, well, uh, this is, our brains are really what makes us us. Like, that shit is uh, all the synopsis, everything that's going on up there. I mean, that can makes us, and then you start fucking with that. It's like, how that could be a real problem. And then, or if what what if uh, they find a way to like control us through that? There's a lot of bad stuff. Like Elon Musk could be selling this as a way to prevent the singularity, but in the end, could be using this to zombify us and control us himself, as he is can take control of everyone. But because uh, he does seem like an evil Bond villain. Uh, the idea, though, like does have like really good possibilities I mean think about it if you have a computer basically in your brain and that could detect things that are going on in your body that you yourself don't e- are not even aware of you know you may know that you're having say like colon cancer where you're uh, having symptoms but these symptoms can often be all kinds of different things and it could all be all mental but if you've got a computer that can just say like basically <clears throat> you uh, connect to your PC and then boom it tells you Oh yeah, you've got stage three colon cancer. You know, hopefully it would connect. It would pick it up a lot earlier than that, but there's uh, definitely like benefits there. As uh, <clears throat> there, but there, there's this article here on CNET that's talking about it, the uh, Neuralink, and it's uh, talks about. <laughs> I'll read this here. 
Musk says, uh, the future's going to be weird. As he's discussing sci-fi uses of Neuralink, in the future you'll be able to save and replay memories. You could basically store your memories as a backup and restore the memories. You could potentially download them into a new body or into a robot body. Uh, he's, he's aware some people are going to see troubles in Neuralink 2. This is increasingly sounding like a Black Mirror episode, which is exactly what he said is a Black Mirror episode. Uh, Musk also discussing in infrared, ultraviolet, or X-ray using digital camera data. Or time we could give somebody supervision. As basically we'll turn into predators. And, uh... <laughs> Dutch won't be able to hide from us. Unless he puts that mud on. Then I guess we're gonna have to turn off the uh, heat ray vision. And, uh, maybe, maybe go with the x-ray then. Because you probably still see x-rays through mud. I don't know how that works. <laughs> you know, mud... <laughs> I don't think that's gonna hide... You know, yeah. I think you need lead to hide X-rays. So if you, if there's a lead-based mud, then perhaps you could get through both of those and break the supervision aspect of that. Break it down, and uh, <clears throat> uh yeah. I mean, he's got uh, quite a few crazy ideas. As uh, just reading about this. And uh, I think that the hyperlink, I think that's what it's referred to as the tunnels that connect from big cities to cities as I once again digress, as it kind of came back to <laughs> what I was thinking of before. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. if Initial thoughts, like maybe like, hmm, just the idea of getting a Neuralink. It's like, well, I mean, if it could potentially make my body work better and be able to detect things that are going wrong you know that uh, is definitely some positive things I don't know that I really need x-ray vision for anything um (laughs) that seems a bit uh, overkill but uh yeah yeah yeah, overkill on that on the X-ray. I think I'll pass on that. Maybe the heat ray. Maybe the heat ray. We'll go. We'll. We'll. I'll think about it. I'll get back to you on that one, Elon. Uh, speaking of uh, like uh, you know, the singularity and such. I guess that's a good segue into video games. Um, <laughs> I there is a Netflix documentary. Uh, that uh, it's a series. There's more than one episode. It's called High Score, and it's sort of a history on video games. I've only seen like the first episode, but it's pretty interesting. They've uh, they do talk to uh, the fella that created uh, E.T. the uh, Atari game, as uh, that was uh, one of the earlier movies. I guess that would be licensed to, into a video game, as because cause of course, if you're thinking video games. You're thinking, like, what movie would make an amazing video game? E.T. obviously is going to be number one, right? <laughs> totally makes sense. Which I believe I actually own that game. I don't anymore. But, uh, I believe I had owned it when I had an Atari as a child. And I remember thinking it was not great. 
but it's often referred to as like the worst video game ever made and they do talk about that and they talk to uh they talk about Atari a little bit I, of course I haven't seen every episode and I, I'm just reading this article now here too that uh Nolan Bushnell the guy that uh, started uh Atari I didn't realize he also started Chuck E. Cheese and uh started that in 77 but uh also the year that uh, Star Wars came out and my and Shelley was born, uh, my my brother co-host and uh, fun fact, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's an interesting uh, show that uh, they talk to uh, the guy that created uh, Space Invaders and they talk about Pac Man on there a little bit, and uh, I'm interested to see where that goes, but I've been. Watching, trying to get through uh, Money Heist, the Spanish show, where it's like a bank heist, and uh, I am kind of close to finishing that. And there's still apparently another season that's going to come out. I'm on like season th- three, and there's like four currently out. And I like the show; it's all right, but I, I, uh, like I'm not totally in love with it. But I, I feel like I have to complete it. Like I, I got to know what what happens and the rest of it. There is some awfully far-fetched stuff in that show, and it takes me out of it a little bit. But it's interesting to watch a Spanish show. I'm not going subtitles. I mean, not. I'm not going with uh, dubbing. I'm going with subtitles because I want the actor's actual voice. I want to hear it. And I don't want to see the Godzilla, old Godzilla movie thing with the voices where the mouth keeps moving yet the <laughs> there's no voice or <laughs> you know the mouth. Yeah. Or it just looks funny, like, oh no, Godzilla! And then the mouth just keeps moving. Because obviously there's more words to it in Japanese. <laughs> there is a... I'm back. I'm going to go ahead and pull up this video here. As there's a new Call of Duty, of course, coming out, which I guess every November, I think is usually when they release the new Call of Duty. I haven't played the most recent one. But there's a new Black Ops, and I've played all but one of the Black Opses. And this one's a Cold War, which... Uh, I like the idea of that, and I like the Call of Duty games better that are boots on the ground that don't have, like, the jetpacks, all the crazy, ridiculous shit. I prefer the boots on the ground. Old school Call of Duty. So I'll go ahead and uh, give my first response here to this uh, Black Ops Cold War. Ooh, epic music. 1943. Detailed information from the Manhattan Project was stolen from Los Alamos by the Russian spy known as Perseus. 1968, Vietnam War. Viet Cong soldiers orchestrated by Perseus attempted to steal an American-made nuclear bomb from a U.S. firebase. Five days ago, while on a mission... Just archival footage right now. Perseus is in play again and planning an attack on the West. Perseus... CIA's analysts consider him to be the single largest threat to the free world. Mr. Hudson, we're all aware of Perseus. We're also aware he's more myth than fact. I mean, personally, I think he's nothing more than the Russian boogeyman. General Haig, allow me to introduce the man best suited to respond to that. CIA clandestine special officer Russell Adler. 
Yeah. He's one of the few people who even come close to capturing Perseus. Uh, Mr. Adler, Brad Pitt, if he just take got annihilated, threat seriously? cut up really bad. You don't have to, sir. <laughs> yeah. He's more like Robert Redford. Are gonna die. Why do you say that? Sir, every time Perseus has come into play, it's shifted the balance of the Cold War. And after 13 years of silence, if he's active, something big is going to happen. Ooh, I like big something things. that will affect the free world. Talk slowly when you talk about big things and inserting them. Mr. President. Sir, Mr. President. Mr. President, this is Jason Hudson and Russell Allen. I know their names. Ronald Reagan. Who do you think approved their last mission? Wow, they did a good job on Reagan. Is the threat real? Yes, sir, we believe it is. Can you stop Perseus? We can, sir. I've already submitted the requisition for my team. Sir, their requests are highly irregular. Most likely illegal. If the press gets a hold... What the hell are you talking about? Do you know who we are? Every mission we go on is illegal. Sergeant Woods, <laughs> plausible deniability is the backbone of our work. Al, we're talking about preventing an attack on the free men and women of the world. Give Mr. Adler whatever he wants. Gentlemen, you've been given an important task. Protecting our very way of life from a great evil. There is no higher duty. No gameplay there footage, what no the fuck? Other than the CG stuff. And like while few or, people well, cut know of your struggles, rest it's assured, CG. <laughs> the entire free world will benefit. I know you won't fail us. Damn it, I want to see the gameplay. Now, I would say Reagan looks really good, but I feel like they could have done a better job of the voice. Like, they could have done somebody that does a real good Reagan. Now, I think my favorite Reagan impersonator, you know, was Phil Hartman, which would be a problem. He's passed away quite a few years ago now. His, uh, his wife killed him and uh, he did sometime in the 90s. So that would be a bit of a problem. Uh, let's see here. I think maybe... Maybe this has got more of the gameplay. This is uh, the reveal trailer. So, ooh. Graphics look good. I would hope so. I mean, Call of Duty's got a fuck ton of money now. This 1968. Years of blood. Years of blood. That Vietnam fucking Black Ops is fantastic. I think that's one. Is that two? I don't remember now. My fellow Americans, My fellow Americans. would well be mankind's last. We want to make this a more peaceful world. Five days ago, we acquired intel. Soviet agent Perseus is in play. Perseus. If he's active, something big is gonna happen. Something that could shift the balance. A lot of, of the trains. Cold War. Uh, like subway. I don't know what's going on here. Ooh, a nuke. Russians. Good stuff. No bombs. Like on RC cars. Classic. 
I hope it's not just like nothing but uh, loot boxes. The loot crates drive me insane with the Call of Duty. That's what really. The last Call of Duty I played was the World of War, or not World of War, sorry. I love that game. But the just the World War II one, which it was like the first boots on the ground Call of Duty in a while. And I thought that was. Uh, I mean, I was excited. It was World War Two, and uh, my my favorite Call of Duty is the World of War. You get the bouncing Bettys, the MP40s, and uh, the Thompson, of course, the M1 Garand. I just love World War Two history and such, and then seeing all the old weapons. And then uh, you, of course, could use tanks and such in World at War, not in the World War Two one. I felt like the World War Two one that was just. All loot crates. That's very annoying, and I wasn't too crazy about the controls on it. I felt like that could have been better. I think my, if I do get the new one, I might give it a go on the uh, PC. I've never, uh, I've never tried to play an FPS on my PC, and I've got the nice PC now, where I could attempt to do so so that would be a bit different now uh, there's some car speed there's some race going on outside there's a highway right outside but uh, I've probably mentioned that in the past but uh, yeah I would be interested to, to play the cold Call of Duty uh, Cold War I was interested to play it the last one too but really it's a matter of me not having the the time to play video games and also I'm trying to save some money other than the fact that I did buy that Tom Morello guitar <laughs> that was a bit of a big expense shall we should say um, and speaking of uh, other games that uh, I believe it's on Steam I believe I found it on here there was one of my favorite games Pot, I don't know if it was my the favorite game on Sega Genesis but uh, there was a very fun game that uh <clears throat> shit no now I got to uh oh this is okay I know the name of it it was uh sometime in the 90s they put this out and it's called Aerobiz if I remember correctly I know it's on or at least no shit I thought it was on Steam I thought I found it on my phone that's that's a bummer Maybe they had it on Steam, but then got rid of it. Now I gotta... I guess it was on... Uh, it's not on Steam now. Must have gotten rid of it. That's a shame. That's a shame. I was really thinking about buying that, too. Ah. Uh, sad. Sad. Um... Anyway, Aerobiz. Maybe I'll have to see if I... Man. 
There's a classic reload.com that I guess you can play it on there. But Aerobiz, it was uh it was a game where you're running an airline, basically. Let's see what they have to say on their description on classicreload.com, where apparently you can play it, and there's all kinds of fucking ads on the site. <laughs> this Aerobiz is a business simulation video game for the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis consoles, uh, released in 92 by uh, K-O-E-I. I don't remember if they, they pronounce that Kawai or whatever. Anyway. They uh, is a as CEO of an international airline. The player has a limited amount of time to expand their business to become the industry leader against a number of AI opponents. The player has control over many aspects of how their airline develops, such as the name, investments, what routes to fly, plane purchases, and much more. While at the mercy of world events such as politics, if you run your airline out of Moscow in 1955. You can only buy Soviet planes, and you have a harder time negotiating with Western nations and natural disasters. The player can also get the company involved in peripheral businesses such as hotels. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, shit, I didn't realize. Remember that you could uh, change what year. Now I gotta, I gotta try to hit start play on this. Let's see what... It's, uh, it's loading up. There is a... Oh, is there sound? Oh, go full screen. Full screen is... It's not doing it? Uh, I don't... I don't have a gamepad. <laughs> I don't know why it's not going full screen. There's a... This already isn't working very well. <laughs> It's rated four stars on this website. Is uh, yeah, I guess it's not gonna load up very well. Oh, we'll skip over that. This uh, if you can find a place to get it, oh, you can get the cartridge off of Amazon. <laughs> if you have a uh, Super Nintendo, they got uh, Super Nintendo on there. There's a emulator here. Um. <clears throat> the flash game of it but yeah as I recall though this is like on paper to me you know it doesn't sound like the most exciting game ever you're like you're gonna decide on uh, what the prices of your airline tickets are oh and there was a su- there was another one version of it too there was the super sonic one which might have been more the one I played that one came out like a year year later in 93 so obviously it's popular enough to demand a sequel but it is uh, it was a fun one man like it was like addictive and I've never like wanted to you know run an airline it wasn't something like that seemed (laughs) exciting to me but there's a lot of stuff you can control on there and uh Oh, the graphics on it look so fantastic. I think the Supersonic might have been what I played. Looking at the graphics compared to one from the other. There's the... uh, Well, maybe not. Maybe I played them both. It's been been a few years. I mean, we're talking 92, 93. It's been a hot minute. Actually, when... (laughs) 
I remember playing this game. Uh, my my good buddy Todd, uh, his cousin Chris, we would uh, from time to time go hang out at his house and see Chris. I believe is like a year younger than me, maybe two years, something of that nature, something like that. And uh, Chris had a much younger brother. He was several years younger. He was like, uh, he could barely talk at the time. I'm not sure how old he was. We were, I don't know, we were probably like around the ages of like 12, 13, something like this. And, uh, well, I guess I could do the math here if it was, we'll just say it was 93. So, shit, I was younger than that. Hell, maybe it was 94. Yeah, it was probably around 93. So, 93, 94. Right, let's do the math. You know what? It was around the 93, 94 uh, year this happened. So, that would have put me right at about 12 or so. Yeah, that would put me right at about 12. So, anyway, so uh, Chris had a younger brother named Shane who was uh, really young at the time. Man, we used to do some horrible shit to Shane. <laughs> like, like there was a... Uh, Shane had Shane's controller with... Uh, there was... Because uh, he wanted to play video games too, but he couldn't play video games very well. And he was really young, didn't understand how to do it. So Chris had like Shane's controller and it didn't have a wire attached to it or anything. This is of course back when there were no wireless controllers. It wasn't like this thing was Bluetooth or anything like that. It's pre Bluetooth technology and as far as consoles are concerned. So like he just uh had a shitty controller with no cord attached to it that he would hand Shane and he thought he was playing the video game. He would get very excited and I remember going over there and this is one of the games we played, this is the Aerobiz. I don't remember if Shane was trying to play that game though, but like there was. <laughs> I remember Chris had taken a dog leash, and uh, Shane was already out of diapers by this point, but he had like uh, <laughs> he had like tidy whities you know, all the elastic in there, and he had taken the dog leash and like a, put it, snapped it onto like the elastic of uh, Shane's underwear. And Shane liked to pretend like he was a dog, so he's pretending like he was a dog. So he put the leash like on his underwear, and <laughs> I mean, I guess Shane did it to himself because like he kept going, but like he was pretending to be a dog, and like he was like run out, like he was a dog, like barking and stuff, and like he ran out and like gave himself a wedgie with <laughs> by running with the thing attached to his underwear and it like man it pulled like really hard and he did it like if I remember correctly like several times just like kept giving himself a wedgie like over and over again and, like uh <laughs> it's it's crazy like Shane's an adult now I think I've seen him like once but it was just like weird I didn't talk to him like I just knew him as this child and I'm just like are you alright like cause like <laughs> you were like totally messed up mentally from the torture it seemed like we would put this kid through. I mean, we were kids too, ish, you know, we were quite a bit older, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as far as, as far as I know, he's all right. I don't know. I haven't, uh, I need to see what the, what the, <laughs> how he's doing, man. Uh, that Aerobiz though, if you 
find an emulator or something of that nature. Man, it used to be on Steam because I saw an article about it being on Steam. And I was like, I really, as I was talking about it, I was like, damn, I want to get that on Steam. And it's not on Steam anymore. Fuckers. And so I'm just going to have to, just going to have to deal. Side note, though, uh, Dr. Disrespect is sort of back. I mean, he's on YouTube and streaming now. But Twitch has still not said anything as to why they permanently banned the guy. Which is weird. Like, why? Like, if there was something, broke some law, did some horrible shit, why would they not say anything? It was like, he's like one of their top streamers like why would they just ban them outright like that it's very weird but the doc is back and I've watched a little bit of his YouTube as uh, he has said hasn't said a whole lot he still says he doesn't know why they permanent banned him but that's hard that's hard for me to believe you think I mean he was under contract with the guys that you'd think they'd have to give him some sort of reason for breaking the contract and such but I know that there's you know a lot of lawyers involved I'm sure he might have some kind of lawsuits against them at this point so he's probably not able to talk about it but you know he could just say that now I'm not watching Dr. I haven't seen all of Dr. Disrespect's videos I just kind of tune in and out a little here and there so I don't know, maybe he said more about it now. But it's still still weird. I'm glad that uh I was not all hardcore into Twitch and able to make a profit on there cuz uh they can just pull that plug at any moment and you you're just kind of fucked, man. That really sucks for I mean, it sucks for Dr. Disrespect, but that guy's got money. Then again, I don't know what the fuck he did. <laughs> Maybe he did deserve to get banned. But if you're like, you're one of these low level Twitch people that actually makes a living doing it, but really you're making just like a, like a normal job's wages out of it and, you know, just getting by and they can just pull the plug off just something what, what you said, or if you unintentionally have some copyrighted music playing in the background, you, uh, that's against their terms of service. So they can like pull the plug. And then, fuck, you're out of income. <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of shitty. But, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I wonder if there's, maybe he has said stuff about it. There's a, let's do a Google search. There we go. Doctor, the first thing when you put doctor, it's funny, the first thing that I type into Google, maybe it's just because it knows my search history, but the first thing that pops up during a pandemic when I put doctor is the doctor disrespect fan, but I'm assuming that's just because that's why uh, what I've searched the most as far as doctor is concerned because that's what I care about <laughs> why was he banned I don't need to hear more about COVID let's find out why he was banned oh there's a fantastic uh, picture here of uh, doctor disrespect as tiger king and it it just looks nice. Uh, I'm not really. S- yeah, it says here this is on uh, theblast.com, and I think this is a newer article. 
This is, yeah, August 29th. Um, says, as uh, major mysteries go, why does Doc... Ugh. Why was Dr. Disrespect banned? Doesn't feel like it has the cosmic significance of UFOs or figuring out who shot JR. It's a reference to an old TV show called Dallas, by the way. Uh, but it still has been a matter that has been perplexing gamers much of this already crazy summer. Sure, the gaming personality with 4 million plus subscriber has has been disciplined before, including after he admitted cheating on his wife with another gamer, but this is the first time he's been permanently banned from Twitch and his Discord server. Yeah, so I guess he's still banned from Discord, too. Uh, adding to the mysteries that no one from either platform publicly has admitted why, other than a general claim of violations of terms and conditions and community guidelines. That's weird, too, they have both of them ban him. So that makes me think, like, yeah, he did do some bad shit. <laughs> Neither has Herschel Guy Beam the fourth, the actual human behind the Doctor Disrespect persona. Uh, two weeks after the ban, he tweeted to the world that he now has a YouTube channel, but really doesn't want to address why he was banned. Uh, he also suggested that even President Trump received specific details of his terms of service violations when his Twitch and Twitter accounts were suspended, but uh, he never was. Yeah, well, of course, I would, you know, expect them. Well, I'd expect him to give to like anybody like that big the uh, reasons, but uh, of course, no one likes waiting for things to resolve themselves. So there has been plenty of online discourse theorizing about what happened and why. Certainly, plenty of opinions and conjecture to be found on the. Or uh, this might be why I guess the Reddit post. This might be why Doctor's Respect was banned from Twitch page. But as with any Reddit discussion, many comments are light on proof and heavy on potentially libelous accusations. Some refer to Dr. Disrespect's past statements about mental health problems or gaming industry trends where companies are starting to better enforce anti-harassment guidelines. Not that this particular case definitely involves either. Yeah, it's just still just more speculation. There's no... There's no substance. Why? Why won't they, uh... Why won't they give any, like, details? With it, I mean, it sucks, too, for all the people that, you know, watched his stuff and, like, can't get any answers. I mean, he had he had the Champions Club where they uh, they paid to uh, for his channel and shit. Like, uh, the Champions Club was just their subscription money and shit. It was like, no, here, it's back. Like, nothing to see here. Can't go back and watch the old Doc videos. Uh, <clears throat> but he's on YouTube now. That's uh. <laughs> oh, uh. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at uh, other videos. Hmm. Well, here's a little. Let's let's pull up a clip. This is. This is the doctor. You know, I'll be honest with all of you guys. I damn it! I just want. <laughs> Disrespect. Ban. I want actual vid. I don't want a video of somebody else talking about it. I want the doctor talking about it. Um, Champions Club. 
Süß. Oh, damn it. This is not the official Dr. Disrespect channel. Damn it. Oh, well, here... No. I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to say this is a Twitch... Well, this is a Twitch exec. Let's, let's give that a go. Oh, the, no. This is a... This isn't. This is a sketch. I guess. Hey, Doc. Thank you very much for coming in today. I wish this was a gin and tonic. Oh, yeah, sure. Ian, we got any uh, gin and tonics back there? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. So you got something for yourself, though. Very nice of you. Sorry about him. Uh, now, Doc. Uh, first of all, thank you for coming into Twitch. Not a problem. Um, sorry. What was your first name? The Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Right. And surname? Sonic the Hedgehog. Huh. Well, There's Mr. Blade, cutting Hog, bits um, up yeah, of I have Dr. some Disrespect very important here. news about your future here at Twitch. I'm pretty excited to see what Twitch Not is doing a real here Twitch in the future. Exact. What's Twitch doing? And <laughs> well, it's kind of sad. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. We are we are doing something pretty drastic actually here at Twitch, and it does involve your journey. Yeah, it's the journey to get here has been fun, and that's I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. You you're fired. Oh, okay. Well, gosh darn it. Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, you guys, thanks for having me. No, Doc, this isn't a joke. Please, please sit down. This isn't a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. Now, you know, of course, what behavior's getting your band right. The steroid needles that I plan in my thighs every single day before I go live. <laughs> no, but geez, I'll add that to the list. Uh, huh. No, just imagine what your critics would be saying about you. I don't have any critics. Everyone just agrees that I'm the best. Like, everyone just believes that I'm the best-looking <laughs> streamer on Twitch. Uh, who streamed themselves and the public unwillingly in a public restroom. Uh, I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not the best idea, huh? Hindsight 2020. I don't know. Hey? Let's just be straight up honest. I can't see shit. I just close my eyes. Okay, you see, that? That that is where we're having some, some issues here. Uh, w would you like to know what the board thinks about your antics? Who cares what you think about me? I don't care. I'm going to do anything and everything that I want to do, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, no, Doc, this, this is where you're wrong. There is something very serious that we can do about it. Listen, who are you? Who the hell are you? Okay, uh, let me put it this way. Um... One of us is a hedgehog, and the other one is a high-ranking executive at Twitch. Now, which one do you think that is? I'm thinking maybe you. Yes, that's right. And I have decided to ban you permanently from our platform. Huh? Look, I'm sorry. But it's your guts. All right, no need to get personal. Let's just... <laughs> trying to get pissed off it's now. Just, Ian, can we, can we get that gin and tonic in here, please? Okay. Groovy, my man. F this and F you and, and uh, you know, I... Oh, God. There you go. Just take a swig of that, relax, and turn on the massage function on the chair there. There you go. Oh, beautiful. Don't, don't turn it up too quickly, though. Yeah, Doc, yeah, 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 Doc, yeah, be yeah, careful. Yeah, 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 it has trouble. Yeah, 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 it's going to explode. Oh, crap. Ian, get a doc in here. A, a real doctor. Hold on a second. <gasps> doc, are you okay? Hold on. There we go. We're still looking good. Whew, okay, yeah, good. Sorry about that. The gas cylinder down the bottom. Sometimes she just goes off without it's, letting it's you just know. A re it, it's terribly programmed. Yeah, I'll get our team to really just fix that. No. Thank I'm you. Don't. Again, they just need to optimize it. Okay. Now, you did hit your head quite hard on the ceiling. Yeah. Do you think, do you think you're going to be okay today? What, what, do you, what do you think? I think the moon is artificial. Oh no! Element floating above the earth. Oh dear, this this could be a lawsuit. <laughs> uh, Doc, what what are you doing? 
What what are you doing there? Are you are you communicating to the to, to the moon people? Yeah, we have some high level knowledge to talk about. Okay, we're in. <laughs> it's just uh, it's all sensory. It's all audio sensory. Oh sure sure. That's the amazing part. You know. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, I might have given Doc a major concussion. Um, should we try and buy him off so that he doesn't sue us? Okay, okay, thank you. Know, hey Doc. I, I mean, we could have gone. Deep. Yeah. Um, say, would you like to be offered a lot of stuff so that you keep quiet about the potential brain injury we gave you? <laughs> Not a problem. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, okay, sure. Uh, what'll it be? Two hundred and fifty tube TVs. <laughs> Lined up. Okay. Widescreen? Squares. Square. Squares. All right. Yeah, I think we can do that. Google's working <laughs> oh, on some more. new prototype scopes with built-in LCD, LED, Specs. 1080PD technology. LAPD. Built all into the right upgraded speed hacks and stuff like that. Okay. Shroud, he's next on my list. And three or four gin and tonics and a steak dinner. I'll, ki- I'll give you a 10. <laughs> I'm impressed. Okay. So, Doc. If we give you everything that you just asked for, mm-hmm. you promise to reconsider any lawsuits. Okay, I'll reconsider. Thank you. And and you'll keep this all quiet, right? I don't talk about it. It's under wraps. All right, then. Pleasure doing business with you. I just I just have a short survey about our performance today, if you've just got a second. Oh, God. Okay. How was your experience with uh, Twitch banning you and not giving anyone a clear reason? I wasn't <laughs> impressed. The Twitter feed blew up, and I heard about it for weeks and weeks, and I'm thinking, okay, I, I'm going to YouTube. Boom, we got something. Hey, do what you got to do. And the speed of our communication? I didn't like the fact that I had to wait a full entire year. This is a professional setup. Well, we did try to set you up pretty well, didn't we? (laughs) Yes, we did. It started off like this. Wow. Okay, I'm into this. I'm digging it. And then it just went flatline for me. That is a shame. Well, all right. Thank you for being here, Doc. I hope you have a good drive home. Uh, Any last questions? Have you ever had anybody from Twitch on your show, by the way? If you don't mind me. Yes. You. Never heard of it. Where did I park the Lambo? Oh, no. Well, why is it being towed? Okay, I don't think he should be driving. <laughs> Subscribe today. I can keep going on and on and on, but, you know, the moon's made out of metal. What is, yeah, I'm still very confused. The moon is made out of metal. Funk it down. So basically what we want to... Yeah, so that, that, that was the right video. This, uh, that was, uh, Sam time. I have not seen his uh, videos before. I don't know what else he's uh, rocking out there. He just took up clips of... Uh, oh, boy. Oh, yep. uh, other clips of Doc on, I guess, somebody else's show and cut it up. And uh, there's uh, some good production value. Uh, there's a... Uh... Ooh, there's a Kim Jong-un body double comes forward. That's a... What he is most. Reggie knows our dear leader's nap time has been extended. Indefinitely. Oh, <laughs> he sleeps. In a very alive way, his duties have been reassigned to a random Australian. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kim Jong Light. Yes, thank you, scary lady. Hi, everyone. Send help. I mean, I'm Sam Tucker, and I've been. Acting as Kim Jong-un's body double for the last few months while he's been very healthily just taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, lady, I'm getting button. to it. So a lot of people around the world might be asking, why would anyone want to help out and be the big fat dictator of a terrible league good regime and pretend to be their big fat dictator? Well, the big fat part mostly care of itself but the dictator part wasn't my choice i was told basically that i wouldn't be able to see my family 
that I wouldn't be able to get a job and earn income and that if I tried to escape the place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm good with this part. There's, uh, you know, he might have some other good stuff. There's, uh, looks like he puts out quite a few, few videos. Uh, I know that uh, Kevin James put out another uh, fairly decent video. He had one where they were, uh, it was uh, Metal Detector Melee, I believe is the name of it, where they're uh, two guys get into a fight with metal detectors. She gets a little crazy. Yeah. It's real fucking crazy. You know, when you're looking for metal on the beach, shit happens. Shit fucking happens. Sometimes you might have to take somebody out if they prevent you from getting that soda can from under that mound of sand if you know what I'm saying keep it real you know those metal detectors stay off my turf it's my coin it's my Chuck E. Cheese coin you fucked hard I'm creeping I'm keeping it uh yeah I, I, man, I would like to try that uh, new Call of Duty with the uh, Cold War. I'm still uh, back to talking to video games. I've, uh, which I guess is sort of still talking about video games with Doctor Disrespect, but I've still been rocking some Dying Light uh, here and there. And uh, I mean, it's a it's a fun game, but I, I don't know that I I'm real big on the games like uh, like. Dying Light's also very familiar or a lot like uh, Fallout. More racing going on outside? Alright. <laughs> uh, where you you can take scraps to build things, which uh, on Dying Light you can actually find like weapons and then you can do upgrades to the weapons by like constructing things. But, uh, now that I've got guns on there I think it's more enjoyable. I, I don't really like making, like, just uh, taking a le- a pipe, a gas pipe, and then putting shit on there. Like, I could care less about that part. Just give me the gun, and I, I'll go shoot some zombies. Although I do like using the swords and stuff. That's fun. <laughs> and uh, some of the bombs you can get. And Molotovs. Climbing on top of buses and Molotoving, like, just hordes of zombies. Because that's uh, an interesting, be some interesting stuff. And uh, yeah, I think about good here. Is uh, been going for a while, and uh, I guess I don't have anything else to really talk about. So as always, that's a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.